0: What is up guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Bullier. And before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. Alright, guys, check out the Cult Film Companion Podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans One Mike podcast, The Heel Truth. Your Daily Writing Habit, The I Seen It Podcast, The Fandorians, The Hash It Out Podcast, The Geek Gauntlet Podcast, The 8750 Podcast, The Smoker's Lounge Premium 6 Podcast, The Air Quote Law Podcast, The Dirty Hills Podcast, The Suns and Shadows Cast, Decaying with the Boys, Two Men, No Hope, The Story of My Pet, The Haunted Tales Podcast, Quad Pro Quo Podcast, Films and Firm Nation Podcast, Bold Access, excuse me, Blog Access One-on-One, Bold Talk by Joe, The Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, and last but not least, The Chime In Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you stream your podcasts, so be sure to check them out. Alright guys, SmackDown has about 10 minutes, 5 minutes left. So, um, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt not being all around lately. And not appearing on TV, not being even mentioned. And surprisingly not mentioned at all. There has been reports by... Uh, Dave Meltzer that Bray Wyatt is going through a physical issue but there's no uh, further information on what this physical issue could be as to whether this is an illness or whether he's injured because if you've noticed in the past Bray Wyatt has has walked around with a, a knee brace on so maybe he could have aggravated his knee, maybe he could have injured his knee, which is is a very likely scenario in my opinion. Because, you know, a lot of people are saying Bray Wyatt hasn't had a match since LA Knight, but that's not true. You know, Bray Wyatt has had numerous dark matches with LA Knight as well. And most of those dark matches have been street fights. So, while most of his matches weren't televised, that does not mean he hasn't had a match you know since his l a night match since the pitch black match um, so that very well could be the case for Bray Wyatt, you know that he could be injured, but we all know that Bray Wyatt has had you know illnesses in the past, if you remember. Before he faced Finn Balor, he was supposed to face Finn Balor actually, but he ended up with an illness and that match got canceled. And you know, this time of year with COVID and all the sicknesses going around, the flu, you know, pneumonia, it could be a sickness, you know. Could be COVID. I don't think it's COVID. I think we would have known if it was COVID, we would have been told. My belief, my honest belief, it could be just a, a small injury. He did injure his finger as well, you know, which at the time was, you know, a minor injury. It wasn't very serious. He he continued to perform, but maybe, you know, it could have gotten worse. Now, he wasn't on SmackDown tonight. Many fans on Twitter are saying that they are losing hope for Bray Wyatt, that, you know... Maybe Bray Wyatt, excuse me, maybe WWE has continued to book Bray Wyatt bad. And now they are hurting him once again. But for those of you fans who are losing hope of Bray Wyatt, let me ask you this. Were you ever a fan of Bray Wyatt at all? Because it seems like the fans, the same fans of Bray Wyatt that claiming they are diehard fans are the same ones that complain every time something goes wrong with Bray Wyatt. You know, this man is not superhuman. And as far as his booking goes since returning, I think his booking has been great. This physical issue that he's going around with, this, this could happen to anybody, you know. And and this, uh, this has nothing to do with creative because, that, you know, there were rumors going around that, you know, this was a creative difference and Bray Wyatt walked out of WWE. I don't believe that to be true. Um, you know, because if you if you would have walked out of WWE, there would have been an uproar. You know, I'm sure a lot of dirt sheets would have been reporting this. Um, so I don't believe that to be the case. So now, the question is, what is this physical issue? When will he return? Um, from what we know, like I said, Dave Meltzer said very soon he could return very soon they didn't mention anything on Smackdown tonight or last week but from what I've heard the plans for Wrestlemania are still on for Lashley and Bray but other than that I don't know um it is up in the air right now but all I know is that from what Meltzer said he's likely to return soon but there hasn't been a further update on when he could return i did hear a rumor that he was supposed to appear on tonight's smackdown but that was never even confirmed so i think that was just a rumor that somebody you know could have made up or maybe maybe plans have changed you know because that happens you know last minute plans change especially on a wwe program so that very well could be the case um I did notice on SmackDown tonight there were a lot of segments with the Bloodline, Sami Zayn, and you know Kevin Owens. A lot more segments than usual, which could be a lot of what is affecting you know everything else that's going on. As I've said before, you know the Bloodline storyline definitely is affecting a lot of the you know the rest of the program because it seems like a lot of things just turn around the Bloodline now. A lot of the storylines, whether it's Kevin Owens about the bloodline, Sami Zayn about the bloodline, or the bloodline themselves, it seems like everywhere you look, the bloodline is mentioned on WWE TV 24-7, all night long. And uh, I think it's beginning to become a problem. And honestly, I can't wait for WrestleMania to be over. I'm excited for WrestleMania. I am. But if Wrestlemania can do away with the bloodline storyline... Then... You know, they can move on with some fresh storylines... And some decent matches. Because what I seen tonight was, wasn't... was That very good episode of Smackdown. I don't, to me, it wasn't very decent. Um, I, I do think it could have been better. I, I do think there are a lot more segments than matches. And I do think that's definitely becoming a problem now. Um... As I've said in the past, the bloodline is definitely becoming a problem. And if WWE doesn't do something about this, or if this continues even past WrestleMania, then what's going to happen? Will fans start turning away? Who knows? I do know that fans are starting to turn away from LA Knight because of his booking. You know, and to me you know, I I can understand, you know, LA Knight's booking being pretty bad because it definitely seems, you know, when he came to the main roster, had that feud with Bray Wyatt, it seemed like things were going to go up up for him because LA Knight, I've always been a fan of his I was a fan of his during his days in TNA as Eli Drake. I think he's a great talent. And I think he would do great on the main roster if booked correctly. But again, like I said, everything revolves around the bloodline. So when we're seeing guys like LA Knight not getting a push, when we're seeing guys like Bray Wyatt and people complaining about him, a lot of things... I, th- I think because of the bloodline, they are so focused on, you know, the storytelling of the bloodline storyline and what they're going to do next that they're putting guys like Elinette on the back burner. And honestly, you could say the same thing about the Judgment Day. You know, a lot of, a, a lot of the program that was mentioned, about excuse me, I can't talk today. <laughs> a lot of the program today is about the Judgment Day or it's about Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio and this uh, god-awful storyline that they have going on. And for some of you, this might be interesting. I don't know. But for me, I, I just don't care for it. So I'm hoping after WrestleMania that we can see less of the bloodline, less of Judgment Day. Not that I'm not a fan of Judgment Day, But I just feel that their momentum has has shifted a little bit to where now, you know, they they just kind of they kind of faded away. You know, they they were strong in the beginning, when it was you know Edge and Damian and Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. But when they added Dominic Mysterio, I think that's when they started to fizzle out. And that's nothing against Dominic Mysterio, because, like I said, I, I do think he's talented, but he's he's made the Judgment Day look weak to where if you're if you're booking, you know, a stable like the Judgment Day, the, these guys should be the ones dominating the roster. These guys should be the ones dominating the New Day, going against the Bloodline. You know, these guys should be. On top of the you know the food chain, and now they're they're being overlooked. I think that's because of the you know the booking of the bloodline and this whole storyline with Dom and, and Ray. And then we got that that garbage with you know Edge and Finn on the side, but again, that's that's involving the new involving the Judgment Day. So. You know, it's just, just, it's, I don't know You know, it it, There's too much of the Judgment Day, too much of the Bloodline All I gotta say Especially in a two-hour show like SmackDown The majority of the time, all you hear Bloodline, Judgment Day, that's it It seems like everyone else on the show is just a filler Like even the main event tonight Even Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre you know, I felt like that was rushed. I felt that could have been a lot better than what it was, and they they did that only be, only so they could have time for the bloodline at the end, for the big Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens reunion, because they you know they're obviously setting up for the Usos versus Owens and and, and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania for the tag titles. So, I mean, just hoping things get better. I think this episode of SmackDown was pretty disappointing. But, uh, I don't know. Like I said, guys, as far as Brady Wyatt goes, um, he'll be back, you know. He will definitely be back at some point. Um, there's a lot of fans just nervous he's gonna get released, They're nervous, you know, he's he's, he's hurt, he's he's physically hurt. They're nervous about his booking. I understand that, you know, I get it. But this man, he's only human, you know, he can only do so much. And what he's done so far is an amazing sense of return. You know, to be honest, I'm a little nervous too because I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, everybody knows that. But but I do believe when they say it's a physical issue, that it is actually a physical issue. And I would much rather hear that it's a physical issue than a creative issue. Because that would definitely be a problem. So we just got to wait and see what happens. You know, Dave Meltzer says that Bray Wyatt is likely to come back. Then I believe it. And I know Meltzer's not the most trusted source when it comes to, you know, news. But this is positive news. So whether you choose to believe it or not, it's it's something positive. So I take it as that. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys had a good weekend. Um, I just want to do a quick episode real quick to talk about... Bright and wide on what's going on and everything else going on tonight on SmackDown. I will see you next week for a much longer episode. This is just one of those real quick episodes, you know. (laughs) But um, hope you guys have a good day, a good weekend, and I will see you next Friday. Have a nice night and God bless. Good night.